success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. So what are you doing with yourself during this self-quarantine? Here with Damon and Matt this week, I'm Jennifer Perry. And guys, I think we're all right now kind of settling into our new normal routine, whatever that looks like. And at the same time, trying to accomplish a few things, maybe get some things done around the house. In fact, this week, Damon, in his quest to get some things done around the house, ended up in urgent care. Now, I told you, this is not the time to get injured or get something else, Damon. You know, I was at least the only patient there. And they (laughs) said that they were so bored that they had restocked and stocked everything and cleaned everything so many times they didn't know what to do anymore. So it's probably the cleanest (laughs) it's ever been. And I got in and out, had to have four stitches on my hand. Because you but, were disposing uh, of a light bulb of all things. so That's right. Yep. <laughs> I am one of the smartest human beings you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Matt? Has that honeydew list gotten a little bit longer since we are kind of spending more time at home right now? You know what? I've, I've been able to complete a bunch of projects. I actually repainted the entire outside of my house. That's how bored I've been. The with, entire with, house? Yeah. It, it was, I was like, well, I'm going to start here. And then it just kind of expanded <laughs> and you're outside. And it was a good project to kind of kind of therapeutic that once the market's closed, I could kind of go, well, you know, I'm going to go and spend some time outside and work. And, and it's actually been good. But so most of the home projects have been completed. So wow. um, now I'll, I'll have to figure out what I do for the next month. Hey, so. if you're finished over there, you can come over to the outside of my house. I'll keep my six feet and just let you work on those. guys. So <laughs> we'll put you to work. But uh, I think a lot of us are getting used to some of these projects right now, filling our free time, guys. But what about the retired clients that you work with? Are they having an easier time with this perhaps? Well, you know, they're used to not having to have a schedule and every day is a Saturday. You know, they're Mm -hmm. not, they're not like my wife saying, Alexa, homeschool the kids, you know, (laughs) it's, uh, but they, you know, I I think it is different because most of our clients that are retired are very active and we're now having to modify workouts. We're having to modify our routines. And a lot of them have, you know, as we've experienced uh, high call volumes and things of people who are uh, had this, you know, slap in the face. It's not really a wake up call. It was really a slap in the face uh, for a lot of retirees saying happened so suddenly. Yeah. Whoa, what am I? Am I gonna have to go back to work? Some of them, I think some of them who are close to retirement are wondering, can they still retire? I mean, there's a lot of questions, a lot of fear in there if someone was not well prepared for this. So I think a lot of those retirees are worried more than the people that are, you know, 30 and 40 who are more worried about their current paycheck than their retirement. And perhaps the best way to tackle some of those fears, some of that uncertainty is to focus on the things we can control. So today we're going to cover the five things that you can be doing right now, even if you're stuck at home. I think number one is pretty obvious, especially after these last several weeks on Wall Street, and that is assess your risk capacity. I think a lot of us kind of got away from that over the last 11 years of a bull market. Well, I think it's important to assess how you handled this downturn, Mm -hmm. how it was emotionally, how it was actually on the balance sheet and what happened to your accounts and what you're willing to accept in the future. But I think it's critical, and Damon and I have talked about this before, that it would be a big mistake to dramatically change your risk tolerance right now. So the last thing you want to do is sell at the bottom, right? Right. And so if you were risky and now you're trying to reduce the risk on your portfolio because that was such a scary couple weeks there and you're like, I'm never doing that again and I learned my lesson. 
Well, now would be a bad time to be doing that because you're now selling before your money has a chance to recover. Right. And so now if you take a bunch out of the market and onto the sidelines, then when the market recovers, then you don't get that money back. But it doesn't hurt to start making some mental notes and start jotting down some things about the changes that you do want to make. So Damon and I have still been talking to lots of different referrals and other prospects that have contacted us during this. And one of the things we've talked about is that very situation saying, look, you know, if we analyze your stuff, you did have too much risk, but it would be pretty foolish for us to tell you to change that now. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing with a lot of those clients is we're saying, okay, we're going to move your portfolio over. We're going to keep it at a similar risk level. Now, we're going to make adjustments to how much risk we're taking. We're going to try to be strategic. We're going to try to reduce how many more additional losses you have. We're going to try to position this to take advantage of the growth when it comes up. But plan on that six months from now, eight months from now, 12 months from now, whenever the market gets back to where it was, that we're going to be calling you to say, let's sit down again and let's start building that financial plan because now we've recovered everything. Now we can say, okay, how are we going to position this? How are we going to diversify this? What strategy are we going to implement so that this doesn't happen again? And so that will be kind of a two-phased approach. First, we'll get it over. We'll we'll manage through this a little bit better and try to position them a little bit better to handle the risk of the market now and how it's going to recover. But then there's going to be phase two where it's like, okay, now we have to implement the plan. How do we make sure that an event like this doesn't devastate your plan or your retirement or your ability to retire when you wanted to? What adjustments need to be made? And it's kind of a relief to know that on the back end of this thing, maybe you can position yourself for better things ahead. And that leads us to number two on this list. So the things that you can actually accomplish right now while you're at home, and that is Think about your tax strategy. Now, I'd rather forget about taxes. I'm going to be honest with you guys, but there are a couple of different little gifts that we have right now that make this an ideal time to talk about taxes. Well, one of those things is they've given us some more time to file our taxes. So So we can put it off a little longer. (laughs) (laughs) That's our human nature, right? right? Put that in that pile. Okay, okay. And I don't have to do this. And then the day before, right? But tax planning is probably one of the most overlooked pieces of a retirement puzzle. As we do workshops around the Phoenix Valley, rarely do we find someone that has has really done some good tax planning. And and I think a lot of that is some misconceptions about who it benefits. I think a lot of people think that tax planning is for those that have multi-million dollar estates. And obviously they should be doing some tax planning if they have that. And with those clients, we do that. But your average retiree, if they can save, you know, $5,000 in a year and add that to their their nest egg or or to their retirement income, that makes a fairly big difference. That's a vacation. That's whatever it is. And, And yet it's the most over looked piece of this puzzle and it's something that that Matt and I for several years have focused on because our taxes as we compare history are and have been very low for quite some time and are at the very lowest they've been in probably 50 60 years so you know and now we sit in a point where there's things that are coming out that are saying we don't have to take an RMD uh, or required minimum distribution. So we've got some clients who typically just take a required minimum. Let's say it was $10,000 and they don't need it for income. And so they're putting it in their savings account and it's growing at whatever interest rate, not very much. Now they can take that $10,000 and they can roll it over into a Roth IRA hmm. and never have those dollars taxed again. And they can choose how to invest that. A Roth can be invested in whatever vehicle you want at whatever risk level. But now any interest that you earn is tax-free 
forever. Wow. And, and that's a big deal because a lot of these retirees, in order to do that Roth conversion, would have to take that $10,000 required minimum distribution and then take an additional amount out, which then might push them to a higher tax bracket. And so it didn't make sense before, whereas a lot of them now are going to be taxed exactly the same as they were last year. But now those dollars are getting into a tax-free account, which will help them prepare for the future and in a position where we think taxes are going to go higher. And now they'll have money they can tap into that was taxed at a very low rate. Well, and I was talking to a client just yesterday, and we were having this discussion. And again, this if you want to look at a silver lining in a time when the market goes down, is if you're doing your Roth conversions when the market is down, You know, let's say it's down 20%. That means she is going to be able to convert 20% more over into that Roth account. And now that growth, when that market bounces back, that's all in that tax-free account. Wow. So okay. when we are looking at our situation, we're like, okay, you know, based on your situation, you could do a Roth conversion of $25,000. Well, again, if everything recovers back, everything gets back to where it was, she was down only about 10%. But that would be the equivalent of her being able to do twenty-seven dollars or $28,000 in Roth conversions yeah. because she's doing it when that account has suffered a loss. And so, again, it, it creates an opportunity. And, again, if you want to look for a silver lining, those are the opportunities you want to be trying to take advantage of while the markets knock your portfolio down. And then you'll be better positioned when it comes back up and you'll have money in tax-free buckets as opposed to stuff that you still have to pay Uncle Sam something on. Sounds like a big silver lining for a lot of us, guys. And you mentioned this change to our RMDs for 2020. I think it's worth hitting on here again, guys, because I think a lot of people still aren't aware of this. Perhaps they didn't check out last week's episode, which is what the stimulus does for retirees. But those RMDs going away for this year, that just involves a little more planning opportunities on your end, doesn't it? It really does. Um, and we sent out uh, a communication, an email to all of our clients uh, last week, just kind of outlining some of the changes in the CARE Act and, and especially with these required minimum distributions. And our phones have been ringing with people calling and saying, wow, I didn't understand that. I didn't know that. Explain to me more how that will work for me. And is this a good decision? And, you know, we've had a lot, you know, a lot of really good conversations and been able to help people get more tax efficient by rolling dollars, whether it's that required minimum distribution into the Roth IRA like we just talked about, or some that that had already taken that required minimum distribution and are like, I just stuck this in savings. So if I don't have to take it, what are my options now? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. And one of those options, depending on how long ago they took it, is rolling it back in to the IRA. Um, that's a 60-day rollover. You have to do it within that 60-day window, and, and then it can go back in, no harm, no foul, no taxes this year. Okay. Or others could choose to take that as a distribution, a regular distribution, and, and if they wanted to, they could defer the tax or spread it out over three years. That's an option. If that made sense, there's not you know, I don't, I don't think there's too many options for someone that was doing an RMD that that would make sense. But there's several different ways that they could look at it and use those dollars. And so, you know, having this conversation with our clients has been very good in, in opening up their eyes to say, okay, with the current law, these are my options. And that's really important when it comes to RMDs and tax planning is understanding what's currently happening and, and how can we make the most of what's going on right now. 
Well, and it also gives you an opportunity to calm some of your fears that if you lost a job or you reduce pay or something happened with your income, that you have a place that you potentially could go to, take some money out, maybe borrow a little bit from that account and be able to get it back in without having to pay a bunch of tax or penalties. Yeah. So uh, again, you know, our, our goal with all of our clients is, you know, we want to do everything we can to keep your retirement dollars where they're at. Because again, the moment you take that out, you've got to struggle and fight to get that money back in and that can be challenging. But at the same time, if you just lost your job, you're concerned about providing for your family, you've got some you know, real issues that you're working through, this gives an opportunity to kind of give someone a life preserver to kind of get them through this moment so that they can then over the next three years pay that money back. And so I think it can be used in multiple different ways and there's some real benefits that can provide some safety nets for people depending on what their situation is. And if you have questions about your options, again, everyone's situation is a little bit different here, but you can always drop us an email through our website to ask the guys a question at successinthenewretirement.com. Now, another thing that you might want to consider while you have more time at home right now, perhaps you've been watching some of the financial headlines and you're thinking, okay, how does this affect my retirement income? This is where you guys help people look at their withdrawal rates and things like social security too. Absolutely. You know, yesterday um, I actually had a conversation with one of my clients who's 69 years old and they had put themselves in a, a position where they didn't need to take social security right now and they were consciously making the decision she was going to wait until 70 years old to get the maximum amount of social security benefit that she could and because of that she's a little older than her husband he could draw his own as he's a year and a half younger but he was working a little bit um, as a music teacher and so they just they didn't need to do it and they were taking some supplements from their retirement nest egg mm-hmm. well um, we had a conversation yesterday and she's only six months out from being 70 years old and so we we looked at it and we said look we could continue to take some money out of your accounts which are are down a little bit not a ton but they're down or we could draw this social security and in the long run what's the difference going to be and as as we looked at it we thought rather than take money out of an account that is down right now let's claim social security and we can do it as if she started claiming in january so she'll get a little bit of a a lump sum up front and then that will also allow her husband to now take a restricted spousal benefit and his social security will continue to grow. And so it will provide them a pretty good monthly income and that'll allow their nest egg to come back and to grow rather than take out of that. And right now that was a good decision for them rather than take that additional growth on their social security. We're going to preserve what's in the nest egg and that works out really well for them in the long run. Good step for them to take. And again, reevaluating where that income is coming from in a down market. This is something that you talk to people about all the time, guys. But I think the one conversation that a lot of us put off One that we could be having right now, especially while we're stuck at home together, is to actually talk to our spouse about what retirement looks like. Because, guys, this is kind of a trial run for a lot of couples on what those years are actually going to be like, isn't it? Well, it it really is. And uh, you see all these memes and these posts on social media about, you know, how if you haven't like written a book and done all the things that you said you were going to do, then, you know, you really have no excuse right now. Right. So you have all those jokes. 
But it is one of those opportunities where you probably do have finally have some time that you could sit down and you could say, okay, well, what's our plan? We want to be retired in five years from now. How are we going to get to that? And again, that might be a little bit uh, harder conversation to have right now because of all the uncertainty that's going around in the world and the economy and your job and those type of things. But at least you can start formulating a plan and you could say, okay, if this happens, this is what we're going to do. If this happens, this is what our plan is going to be. And again, there's a lot of times one of the reasons we don't sit down and talk about these things is we just don't have the time. Mm -hmm. And we now have the time. Now the question is, is it going to be too dangerous to have that conversation and then have to live with that person for the next you know month in the same house? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so tread lightly, figure that okay. one out. But but it is an opportunity. And so, you know, how do we go about doing that? And again, we've talked about it. You know, if you have a plan, you can adjust your plan where people have problems is where they don't have any plan at all. And then it just becomes hodgepodge. They don't really know what they're doing. They don't have any focus. They don't have any drive towards certain goals. And oftentimes you're not going to reach what your retirement is supposed to look like if you haven't planned that out. A plan is is definitely a must have. You know, we have this saying that if you fail to plan, you you plan to fail. And that that's for your finances. You know, having a plan in how you're going to take money out in a tax efficient way. What's going to happen when the markets are good? How are you going to adjust your plan when the markets are bad? What happens if somebody gets an illness and you're forced into decisions like we are right now? We are, there is no choice in the matter for a lot of people as to how they're going to spend their time right now. And that's when you make these adjustments and it carries over into retirement as well. How are you going to spend that time? What are you going to do? And having, having this direction, you know, makes it feasible. I mean, even with my own children, we're, we sat down with them a week ago and, and they went back to online school and we said, look, guys, this is not going to be a free for all. We need to have a schedule. There needs to be a plan so that it's not everybody wants to eat at one time and everything. And there's just chaos. And it, it applies in all aspects of our life, whether we're, we're married with children at home, uh, single with children at home, retired, you know, it all matters. And having this conversation is, is what Matt and I love to have with people and encourage them to sit down and proactively think about what do we want in retirement, right? And it's normally we don't want to be sitting there in fear that we don't have enough. And the only way to get around that is to come up with a plan and say, this is what we have and either get yourself to the point you want to be in or understand that you're there. And how do you now keep yourself there by making wise decisions, not emotional decisions, when the markets are good and bad. Because there's a lot of people that are tempted to call and say, should we be in cash right now? And like Matt said at the beginning of this program, if you're in an aggressive portfolio and you went to cash at the wrong time and didn't get back in at the right time, that could really be detrimental for years and years. And guys, this is the time to start on that plan again. You have no excuses right now while you have a little bit more free time at home. And we encourage you to have these conversations, put some things on paper at a time like this. And the guys have a great five steps to retirement kit that we're happy to email out to you as a listener to the podcast here. You can always request that online at successinthenewretirement.com. And if we happen to get you in any trouble with that conversation with your spouse and maybe your honey-do list is growing, I hear Matt has a lot of free time now that he's painted his entire house. <laughs> so you can reach out to us there too. Again, that's successinthenewretirement.com. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. 
And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.